At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Daily Show, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, nice, nice to have you all part of this as we get started on a sunny day. Um, I I had to open the shades across from me, which is uh, allowing this different light in as the sun rises earlier and earlier. Uh, why am I telling you this? Well, it's all because of the uh, emergency procedure that took place moments ago as I was nearly incapacitated um, with so much sulfur from a dog fart, so much that uh, Satan himself would be like, that's too much sulfur. Oops. What's going on here? Hang on. I got it. Something weird just happened. Yo, pillar. Satan himself would be like, That's way too much sulfur, man. Wait, I can't even take it. I mean, are you serious? The, the amount of sulfur there is just fucked up. I mean, we're sitting here. We love sulfur down here. And the amount of sulfur is just, it's just too much to handle, man. You gotta open up the fucking window. Sound like I'm on top of it, man. Crisp morning air comes in. It's, uh, absolutely fantastic cleaned up uh cleaned up the air so radio voice linda says i need more devil voice in my life that's the thing about devil voice that it it uh has a lot of uh fans devil voice but i think you can overdo devil voice i'm trying not to ruin that you know pretty typical to me i usually do something until it's no fun anymore Okay, so as I've told you a billion times, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures, my personal opinions, strong as they may be, uh, each and every day. I sat here, actually I was walking around this morning and I said, I want to check out WLAV and hear how that is sounding after the removal From the air of one Tony Gates. I built it, baby. It's all mine. Hey, baby, I built it. Actual quote from him one time. I built it. I built this. Well, all right. You were... (laughs) I guess they don't need you for the building anymore. Uh, 
I don't have any idea what the hell is going on, but I know that um, Rob Brandt, who is one of the nicest people in the industry, is uh, filling in, or I don't know, maybe that's his new job. It's uh, Rob Brandt, Michelle, and Travis. And they sound good. Uh, it sounds like they're having fun. They're not, uh, you know, whatever. I think that that ultimately is what you need on on a morning radio show. You need people that like each other or, or get along. And uh, God knows what would happen when Tony Gates would turn off a microphone. I, I imagine being one who has worn out his welcome uh, before and knows what that is like, I would I would gamble that he wore out his welcome finally. And they said, all right, enough of you. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, John Jamingo is in attendance. He said radio is dying a slow death. I'd say it's a much, it's a little bit more than a slow death. If I got the call, I'd take that job in a heartbeat. You know why? Because it helps me here. It helps me here. Kenny says radio already died in 2016. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate that. I know what you're doing there. It helps me here. And that's, that's the beauty of it. Uh, I, I don't need it anymore because of you supporting the show. I don't, I don't need that. Um, so for, First time in a long time, I can kind of like pick and choose what I want to do. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. John says, I don't know who Tony Gates is, but I'm sure there will be a Tony Gates podcast soon. Yeah, he's like 70 years old. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he knows what a podcast is. Uh, but I think, you know, uh, I think that they're doing good over there. I think it sounds good. You know, that it doesn't cover up the other uh, issues with radio, but uh, still, it sounds awesome. All right, folks, I have Dear Meathead with my dad coming up in uh, 48 minutes. I called yesterday to just, uh, you know, I like to talk to him on Tuesday nights, get the lay of the land, see what's going on. I don't think I'm going to bring this up. Because he'd be sensitive to it. He's one of these, uh, you know, guys nearly 90 years old, super proud. But uh, I, I, I called and uh, no one was home. Called again, no one was home. He called me. And uh, he's like, well, uh, yeah. He's, he's, and then I hear Joanne say, tell him where you were. I, uh, uh, and it's, he's. He's talking like he's guilty, like he did something wrong. And he's like, I just got home from the hospital. I go, uh-oh, what's up? And, uh, I, it's nothing. It's, uh, he's trying to pass a, he goes, I have a urinary tract issue. That is all I want to say. I'm like, oh, okay. And Joanne's like, well, you can tell him. I mean, and, and, uh, you can hear in the background like you like we hear from time to time. And uh He's like, "Well, I have uh I have uh, kidney stones and they wanted to make sure it's uh, it's moving along." 
And uh, I just it was experiencing discomfort. Okay. Uh, but you're okay? I mean, it's all taken. It's fine. It's fine. And then I guess he has like a, a, um, a catheter. Which, if I learned anything from the kidney donation, it was, I think I found something else I like. I think I'm going to be one of those people, eventually, who likes it when you put uh, things up the hole in the tip of your ding-dong. That's a thing, you know. But I was always very uh, concerned about something going up the uh, tip of my ding-dong when it comes to the catheter. But, and I didn't even know I was getting a catheter until the day of the operation. We're going to put a catheter in there. I'm like, oh, God, it just sounds terrible. Now, I was out like a light when they put it up there. But when they removed it, it was a sensation that was slightly arousing. This lady put my little shriveled joint in her hand and went thunk and pulled it out. And I went, oh, ooh, 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 hey. Maybe a little too much information, I realized. But I was like, huh, how about that? Kind of like that. Why don't you put it back up and do it again? Not really. But it was it was not nearly as bad as what I as what I thought it was, it was going to be. And it was it was it was kind of okay. Now, I would only want a a, a nurse to do that. Jesse says, what happens if you get a boner with the catheter in? Could that mean trouble? Don't know. Don't know. Jesse says, I was not paying attention until I heard Eric talk about putting something up his ding dong. But, uh, so my dad had to get a catheter and there's, um, a couple of, uh, he has to, he has to keep it there for a couple of days. So I don't want I, I probably won't get into that. He, he'd be all embarrassed if I brought it up on the podcast. So, but he's all right. And he will join us in 44 minutes. Send a question along to, uh, to me, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you'd like to participate, if you have a question for my dad, on Dear Meathead. All right. Dave Chappelle. Thank you to Mike Ball for sending this. Was attacked on stage last night. All right, let's get into it. This is why I wanted to make sure that I, I, you know, had the right video up because if I screwed this up, we wouldn't be able to watch it. Uh, he was at the Hollywood Bowl, the famous Hollywood Bowl. And, Okay, on this clip, um, you will notice it's shot from way far away. But right in the middle here of the stage, it's like a shell, the Hollywood Bowl, like a band shell almost. Well, it is a band. It's a big band shell with an amphitheater. It's surrounded by an amphitheater. Um, he is right there and you're going to see this guy come up from right here and come running at him and, and tackle him. So you don't get to see a lot, but then the, the, uh, uh, hordes show up on stage security 
and fans jumped up to beat the fuck out of him. Okay? Let's pick it up. Here we go. Make some noise for hip-hop. Why can't I hear anything? Here we go. Sorry. History. Back it up. Make some noise for hip-hop history. Did you see the guy get up there? On stage, make some, just before he says, make some noise from hip-hop history, and then the guy tackles him. Make some noise for hip-hop history. Okay, now over here in the corner, they beat the shit out of him badly, and Chappelle picks up the mic. I am going to kill the <laughs> Wait, I gotta see this. Wait, I gotta see this. Okay. Um, he's fine. So on t- uh, attacked on stage Tuesday night. Dude ran up and uh, tackled him. Police confirmed the incident. And uh, they said, all right, yeah, that's exactly what happened. The male suspect had been armed with a replica gun that could eject a knife blade when discharged correctly. Wait a minute. A replica gun that has a knife on it. That's weird. What? But just bring a fucking gun, I guess. You know, I mean, if you're gonna smuggle something in, I mean, if you're gonna do this, do it right. Just bring a gun or bring a knife. Don't bring a gun that has a knife in it, you asshole. Uh, the suspect had been in the audience prior to the attack. Jumped on stage, attacked Dave, just as he was about to leave the stage. A comedian was performing at the Dave Chappelle and Friends show, which is part of the Netflix's Joke Festival. Security guards hired for the show intervened, pulled the suspect off of him before detaining him, police said. They said the suspect sustained superficial injuries during the altercation, was taken to a hospital. Chappelle not injured. Um, Brianna Sachs, a BuzzFeed news reporter who attended the show, witnessed the altercation, told NBC News she left stunned after the suspect charged and tackled Chappelle. Chappelle continued the show, joking about the altercation, which she said appeared to have left some audience members in shock. We all kind of stood frozen, she said. Uh, A little bit more on this. Uh, Let's see, where is that? Will be no surprise if I fuck this up, too. Uh Aha, here it is. This is from the lady that uh, that I just quoted. I'll check that out in a second, John. I don't know what it is right now, but uh, this is outside when they had to get this guy ready to go to the hospital. And she just, and and the chick, um, Brianna Sachs, she says, just came out of the Hollywood Bowl where a man charged and tackled Dave Chappelle on stage and got his ass kicked by at least 10 people. Thank you for whoever sent that. Appreciate that. This is the guy, the crazy guy. He's on the gurney there. 
Booed him. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Putting him in the back. Hey, get back. Everyone get back. Oh, God. Sure enough. Here's some cop. He's probably going to open fire. LAPD. Wow. Um, John says, check out this tweet, Eric. I can't, I can't click on it. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, hang on. They might've fucked up his arm. His arm looks like it's going backwards. Doesn't it? Is that what you saw, John? Give me a second. You know me. It's going to take forever to get this right. Yeah, let's uh, check that out. Pretty good. Oh. Yes. Oh, that is a dislocation. Ha, ha, ha. I like how they didn't even like knock it back into place. That's something a doctor has to do. It probably would have been incredibly painful if they if they did it themselves. Jesus. Well, I don't think he'll do that again. I guess that's just the way it goes. So congrats. Kenny says you win play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Watch this guy sue Dave for the broken arm now. In today's world, I wouldn't be surprised. Happy birthday to Maureen. Belated birthday. Maureen's birthday was Monday, and I did a cameo. There's a birthday girl in the house. Whoa! Happy, happy birthday to me! <laughs> uh, hey, it's my birthday! <laughs> I love your laugh, Maureen. Happy birthday to you. Wow. You know, we haven't known each other that long, but I feel a little spirit animal vibe between us. You know? Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just great. You're awesome. Everyone loves you. I love the dynamic between you and your lovely sister who actually paid me to indicate that you, uh, for me to point out that she is a much, much younger sister. She actually said, Maureen is my much, much older sister. Oh, God. Oh, that's brutal. You don't do that. That is dirty pool by that, by your hag si uh, sister, Linda. Oh, my God. What a thing to do. What a thing to say. What a shithead she is. So, anyway, um... True. I'm just, you know, I, I, I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope you've had a wonderful birthday. And I, I love that you are part of the audience. Um, you and Linda both are just spectacular. 
So happy birthday to you. May you have a million more. The world needs more people like the multi-talented Maureen. I don't even know your last name. You're just Maureen Charlie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> okay, happy birthday. Bye-bye. Uh, it should be noted that uh, the streak is over. It had been nearly two weeks since I fucked up one of these uh, videos. So, and thanks. It looks like uh, Andrea and Nick both sent me a, a text saying, Ding dong, there's no sound. Maureen Smith. At Moe Smith. Happy birthday, Maureen. It's late, late, late birthday to Maureen. Uh, Kenny just gifted a tier one subscription to Maureen for five months. Jesus, thank you. That is so sweet of you. What a nice thing to do. You guys are awesome. What a great group. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm having a lot of fun here, but I am clearly not on the top tier level of my game. There have already been numerous fuck-ups and, well, I just got to roll with it. Okay? Um, but for you folks that are enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, it's done. I'm now, I'm cutting you off. You got to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live to see the rest of this shit. Okay? That's what you need to do. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you're most people uh, get the show when it's live on their phone. So you're probably better off. In fact, I know you're better off. The only way to do this is download the Twitch app, go to the app store, look up Twitch and then just get download it. And then once you uh, get started on that, you're going to look for Eric Zane live. All one word. There I am. You'll see it live, and then you can resume. The beauty of with uh, Twitch is you can mint, you can dim the screen, and then continue on about your day listening to it live, like you're listening to a radio show. I don't think you can pull that off on some of the other platforms. You know, maybe you can. I don't. I don't know shit. What? What's Ruth? I don't know shit about fuck. So Facebook, Twitter. And uh, YouTube, goodbye for now. And we are now, I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now, alone now. Beating up my heart is the only sound. Stevie says, I love Ruth so much. She reminds me of you. Ruth reminds me of Stevie. You smile a little too much. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, a smile is is beautiful. Ruth doesn't smile that much. She's always pissed off barking at people, you know? But uh, what I mean by that is the attitude of her kind of reminds me of you, you know? You kind of have a I don't give a shit attitude. Fuck you, Eric. Fuck you, Eric. Uh, my my fucking 
Pellerino. <laughs> hey, honey, how you doing? Hey, hi, hi, how you doing? Hey, honey, how you doing? Hey, hi, 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 how you doing? Hey, honey, how you doing? In English, that is, hey, honey, how are you doing? Hey, honey, how you doing? Wow. That is, uh, it's like you said 20 words at once. Hey, honey, how you doing? It's a superpower right there. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Okay, hang on. Eric. What? It happened again. What? This room is not supposed to smell like my lair. Yeah, I know. In fact, it's a million times worse. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm in it too. I'm 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 with you. You need to open up that fucking window. You can't take it. I can't take it. And I and I and I live for this shit. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go open the window right now. Alright, hurry up, asshole. Holy shit! Damn it. I don't know if I can take that. Ugh, so bad. Dear Meathead Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Okay, this is a perfect example how life, this next story. One day you can be at the bottom thinking everything is terrible with all these stressors to in an, in an instant at the top. One week ago, Kyle, who's working on the basement, not Kyle from Dumpster Divers, and not Kyle the pedophile. Kyle, Kyle B, who's working on the basement. By the way, he laid down some paint yesterday, some primer on some of the uh, stained surfaces. Uh, I continue to marvel that I even entertained the thought that I even was thinking for any amount of time that I could pull off getting that job done. I feel so bad about that because I don't eat. I barely have time to take out the garbage, give Kevin a bath, take care of myself, exercise, things like that. It's, it's staggering that I even, um, thought that that I could pull that off. It spread so thin. Uh, yes, it will have a cost, but it'll be the best money I've spent. Uh, otherwise, I'd have, I would be so, I'd hurt myself. It would look like shit and I'd end up spending more because after I did it once, I'd have to pay somebody to do it again. Uh, you know, if you tell me to do something, I can do that. I can do like basic shit, like hang a picture, uh, rake, mow, and spray Roundup. That's it. When he arrived on the scene, Kyle B., no job, uh, unemployed for seven months, struggled. Uh, he's, okay, I described this. He's a guy who oversees manufacturing facilities and and large operations as a manager. Um, he's done just about everything. And he, you name the industry, if it has a, a factory floor with dozens of people working, he's uh, like the guy overseeing that. That's That's his expertise. Interview after interview, he gets to the point where they see his face. 
and they go, and he's got like a gray, gray, uh, goatee, 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 whatever. And, um, but he doesn't look like he's 62. He looks like he's like 55. Okay. He theorized that, um, he, they were, they were discriminating him because of his age. He's overqualified. He has all the qualifications. Can't find a job. And a bad hand after bad hand. Uh, how he lost the job in the first place is a fucking nightmare, too. So, seven months, no job, no insurance. Yeah, come on over. I want to hire you. Okay, great. I explained to him that I probably am going to be able to put him to work for, I'm not kidding you, six months. There's so much to do around here. You got to do all these bathrooms. You got to do the basement. You got to do the landscaping. You got to trim trees. You got to do all this shit. I go, so, and he's, I wonder if I should uh, start my own business. Uh, I mean, I only need about five good years of earning, and then I'm done. I'm retiring. I go, okay. Yeah. I go, well, you've eaten through six months with me, so all you got to do is figure out the rest. I mean, come on. I mean, how hard can it be, right? Yeah, but we need insurance. I go, yeah, I know. Well, okay. And I told you that story about I, I got a guy. Makes that call. Frank gets him the insurance. So now he's got insurance. And he's working for me. And he goes to a job interview. And uh, I said to him, I go, shave your face. Why? I go, because it's white. Shave your face. And shave your head bald so that there's no stubble to reveal white hair. You are being discriminated against because of gray. You walk in the door. They see it on your face. Old fuck. Obviously, plenty of uh, workmanship left in the tank to be a manager. But you're old. You look old when you have that white shit on your face. I go, you have a young looking face. You're lean. You look, you don't look 62 with when you don't have any gray on your face. And uh, he was okay. Yesterday, he got a call from the people that he interviewed with after he shaved his face and they want to hire him. <laughs> so just like that, at the bottom, now back on top. In a moment's notice. So now, he said, well, I don't know what to do now. I go, what do you mean you don't know what to do? He goes, I don't know if I should take the job or or do this. I go, oh, poor you. I go, do it, do it all. Who gives a shit? Now you can cut loose the, because if they offer him the job, he cannot have that insurance anymore. So you keep the insurance until the one kicks in. I go, then you don't have the cost of the insurance anymore. Uh, did you know that? That you can't just go and buy medical coverage through Obamacare if it's being offered through your work. You'll get in trouble. You can't do that. So now he's got the job. Well, he's deciding on the job. He goes, I got a tough thing. I, I, I'm either going to take the job or do this for the rest of my life. I go, really? Why don't you just do both? You know, I mean, who cares? Yeah, well, then I can only do this part-time. I go, yeah, but you're also earning a, a guaranteed amount of money. There's no stress with that. I mean, if you suddenly, if you have the option to do both, do both. So in a week, bottom to the top. That's awesome. 
This show, as I've said to you a billion times on Twitch, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you to them. They also sponsor my Facebook page. Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. Bring him in here right now. Good morning. Dad. How you doing, hi? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, we finally got some sun, you know? Yeah. We don't have it. You know, it's, it looks you you don't. No. Not yet. There's a little a light, but that's no sun. <laughs> Well, hey, it's coming. I'm sending it your way. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh, boy. You hear from your brother yet? Who, Jim? Yeah. Why, what's no. uh, Marty, uh, it's uh, gotta go. Well, uh, there's, there's more than, uh, <laughs> there's Jim and there's Mike and there's Paul. Oh. You know? And Norman. And Norman. And, and poor, poor Norman. He always gets forgotten, you know? And I know it. I know it. I know it. We got to have like a party. Just call it the Norman party because <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's always, he always, it always seems like he gets the short end of the stick. I know he does. You know what? I hardly see him or talk to him. Once in a, he, 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 he <laughs> manages to talk. He calls every day. Wait a minute. No. Hold on a minute. Did you just say I never talk to him and then you talk to him every day? No, I, it, it came to me, you know. <laughs> you know. Hey. I think I'm pretty much it. I, uh, oh, never mind. I'm not going to detail it. Hey, yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, either way, it's... uh. <laughs> That was That was... I just want to let you know that that whole exchange was absolutely brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you know. You hear it, you man? Listen. Yeah. I can help. No, you're good. She, she, you know what she loves? She loves how silly you are. <laughs> you are very entertaining. You realize that. Oh, my God. Oh, Holy moly. I wish they paid me. Yeah. What entertainment. <laughs> Well, Dad, uh, we uh, we love having you, and I have a number of questions that I'd like to uh, run up your flagpole. Uh, all right, bring it on. First of all, I have a question for you. I have a, a bird's nest, a robin's nest with five babies in it, and uh, it's on top of the uh, sprinkler control box. So I can't, oh boy. yeah, I can't, like, do anything. I can't turn the sprinklers on because it'll disturb the nest, so... What do you think? Oh, boy. You can't pick it up and put it somewhere else. No, the mom will go bananas. And I, I don't want to risk anything bad happening to the babies. Well, do you do you have to have that sprinkle tur sprinkler turn on or something? I think I'm going to hold off. I think what I'm going to do is... Yeah, they'll take off eventually. Yeah, I think they're getting... I, th I, I was reading of that it takes a couple of weeks after they hatch to uh leave the yeah. nest you yeah, know yeah 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 i hate to see any, anything disturbing it right on it's just like figure a, a woman somebody takes her kids away from her you know oh yeah i don't i don't even i mean um now that they're I know you you're, you're gonna baby that thing like a oh yeah 
yeah, I've been shooting video of them and sending them to Mike and Liz as those, as these little buggers oh, grow. Nice, honey. You know, I love I I love those types of things. I know you go around the, in the streets, find dogs, and bring them home. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? I I'm, I'm going to bring one home to you. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, that's that's a bad. That's that would be. Gesture. You know, yeah. I, I remember you, the first dog that you had. Holy cow! Yep. Yep. Hey, I found some old pictures in the basement of that dog. Um, I I remember I, I remember a dog named Cindy. Yeah. And you. Yeah. And uh, and I got a, I got some pictures from up north that I want to share with you. Um, oh, that'd be great. And and in the pictures, we don't even have the trailer. It's just a pile. You had just and a camper. Yeah, it was the pop up, and I yeah. wasn't. I was. I was just an infant, or maybe I wasn't even born then. I don't know. But um, I've got some pictures of the property, and it's all like it looks like you had just gone through and removed all the stumps. Oh well, yeah. I guess yeah. that's about all I, we did uh, the earliest. Yeah, and so it looks way different. But I got. I got to show you that. I got to show you that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That's a lot of years back. Yeah, we're talking like the like the uh, late 1960s or something like that. Holy cow! Right on. Yeah. I probably wasn't even born, huh? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh my god! So, all right, um, Dad, did you hear the uh, story that was um, uh, a big news story about abortion? Did you hear that story about abortion? Yes. yes. Uh, that is that is huge news. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because if it goes the way I think it's going to go, by the end of the month, it will be illegal. A felony crime in Michigan if you get an abortion or you give an abortion. Well, I really did not pay a whole lot of attention to this issue uh, for all the years that this has been happening. Okay. Uh, but I could not understand that. The, the one thing that I could not understand, how is it that uh, there's so many abortions I mean, abortion to me is like killing a brand new child. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of people say. So, uh, now, I don't know if people are necessarily, like, uh, doing it for fun. I think a lot, I think the big issue is for people who, like, um, they're like, oh, boy, I wasn't ready for a child. I think a lot of critics say, you know, too bad. If you get pregnant, you got to have that baby. And you gotta and you gotta take care of it, you know. Um, but I, I, I believe that. So um, there's that, and then there's the element of um, sometimes uh, uh, there's like an assault, sexual assault that takes place, or uh, in some cases like incest. In some cases, the mother, her her uh, health and her life might be threatened by a pregnancy. You know. I can understand that. Right. So can I. I feel the same way. I feel like in all those examples that that should be, um, that that's an exception, you know? The, the thing that, that I question on that uh, department, that area, well, why, why, why can't a person have a child and, and give the child out to someone that really needs a child? Right. Instead of uh, abortion. And that is uh that would be a beautiful thing in my opinion i think that that's the way it should be so many people out there love to have children oh my god yeah instead of just doing away with it i mean that that sounds horrible that to me is a a criminal 
All right. So that might um, become a reality very soon here. And so people are out in the streets protesting, the screaming and yelling, you know, hey, I should be able to do what I want with my body. Uh, so that's that's kind of like uh, it was a bit. Was, and then did you hear how it got how the news got out? Somebody leaked all that information. They weren't supposed to do that. Well, hey, this is a different era. You go back 40 years ago, life was totally different. I mean, uh, people care for people. Not that people don't care for people in here, but a lot of people that are into their own mentality. They do what they want to do. They think that's right, and the right thing is not right to them. So... I don't know. I, I, yeah. So maybe I like, close my eyes yeah. to this whole shenanigan. Maybe like a little more selfish these days, huh? Uh, really? Okay. Uh, Jason has a question. He says, good morning, meathead. Uh, each good way, morning. Uh, he says, um, I, uh, I love hearing your voice and Joanne's beautiful laughter. Thank you for, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. You are so smart, caring, and calm. And then he well, says, "Thank you, thank you so much." He says, "Why is Eric such an ass?" I don't think Eric is an ass. Eric is—you don't know—inside of him is nothing but kindness and love. I am so proud of him; it's fantastic. Wow! No, you—you you chose the wrong analogy to describe him. I think he's just being a uh, being silly. Yeah, I'm sure he's having you know, fun with. Them. You know how it is with these folks; they always sure. want to—they always want to knock you down. Yeah, well, uh, they're having fun with you too. I think. Of course. They really don't mean to hurt you. Of course. You got nice people out there. Jason also says, and this is kind of weird. He says, "I have a very strange friend." That leaves me speechless on this next subject. Each day when he gets home from work, he wipes out his belly button lint and sets it on top of a cabinet in his dining room. Now, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't know you could take it out. I, I, I don't think I've never really had that problem. He says uh, everyone can see it. Strange little groupings of body hair and lint. This is terribly gross. Every so often, he collects it and puts it in a jar uh, in his bedroom. Should I just ignore this strange habit? Thank you. I think he must be talking about like his wife or his lover or his boyfriend or something like that. I don't well, know. I'm surprised that he got lint in his belly button because I'm way up there in the years. And uh, I once in a while get to look at my belly button. I don't know what the reason for. I never see any lint, any sign yeah. of uh, lint. What does he mean by lint? That is strange. Yeah. That, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. You better change his clothing. Yeah. <laughs> really? so, 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 yeah, he's getting like like little pieces of fabric in there. I don't, I don't get it. That that's strange. I mean, that 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 clothing goes in the wash and washed off. All the fuzz and all that will be coming out of it. Uh huh. Yep. I hear you. How is he getting more fuzz in there? That it goes in his belly button. It's a mystery, Dad. One that I think you should explore. Well, I have a choice. A choice of giving him an idea. <laughs> Get a nice sized piece of Scotch tape <laughs> and put it over your belly button hole. Okay. That would keep, I like it. That would keep the lint I'm out. I'm telling you, hey, every day, pick it up, throw it away, put a new piece in there. 
Uh, all right. Now, would they would they ball up the scotch tape and stick it in there or just put it over no, the... No, they got uh, pretty uh, Brazilian glue. Put, you know. Oh, so, oh, wait, are you saying glue it or just put tape over it? Well, the tape that sticks. Okay. Uh, I said that other thing kind of loosely. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, it was just a misspeak. Just, just put it on there and cover it. And you know what? I'm going to start checking my belly button. Yeah, I think you should. Make sure you wash your hands after, though. I know there is nothing in there. Yeah. Adam writes, meathead. Uh... When I am leaving a visit with someone, I like to say, be gentle. He says, do you have something besides goodbye that you like to say when you are leaving? Like you're getting ready to walk out the door. I'm thinking, but it doesn't make sense. When he's leaving, he says, be gentle. Yeah. So I guess he's saying like, uh. I don't know. Is that yeah, a way? I say, God bless you. Maybe that's a way of saying be kind, or or uh, I, I'm I'm not sure. That that sounds like something you would say, like in a in a in a different scenario, not one where you're saying goodbye. No, I would say peace. I would say, you know, be gentle. It don't make sense. I remember when I was a kid, and you started to say ciao. <laughs> ciao. Ciao. Hey, ciao. You were like, you'd say goodbye, and then you go, ciao. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I th- <laughs> Where did I learn that? I don't know, but I remember when you started saying it, and I was like, ciao. She says, I learned that in Paris. Well, I don't know. I don't know how they, she got that. I but- just remember, I was like, it was about the time, like, uh, when you and Ma split up, Ma was always talking about, you know, she was always talking. Uh, she was so upset. She was constantly trying to say bad things about you, which, sure. you know, I, I I would never pay attention to it. But um, you started saying ciao right about then. And she was like, see, he's completely changed. He says ciao. <laughs> oh, but, I'm so sorry uh, You know what? I had enough sense. Yeah, I was only eight years old. And I was like, that doesn't sound like he's mean. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking up what you're trying to lay down. You know what I mean? I mean, God yeah. bless her. I, can't, I don't want to talk bad about her because she passed. But she, she, she was always. Oh my God! And uh, and I was like, Ma, I don't. I don't know if I believe that. And and uh, she would just uh, make BS up. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And then I would just not pay attention. And so, you know, yeah. I want to touch something on, on this with you. My departure was the most painful thing for me. Oh, I know. I know that. And do you remember sitting on a counter? Uh, I do. I picked you up and put you on a counter? I do. It was one of the, the most touching things. It was, yep. it was difficult, but it, was, uh, it, was, it, it got through to me. It had an impact. See, a situation like ours, nobody ever realized it. They thought, well, they, oh, I just went for something else nicer out there. That was not the case at all. No. It was the most painful thing in the world. I believe that. And uh, I I, um, I remember being, uh, I didn't like it, but I was at ease with it. You know, I was like, well, I, I guess oh, that's you it. just cried. Yeah. You cried. You know, but. But that's a, that's a, that's a anyway. sad memory. It's been great. It's been, we've, had, we've had wonderful years. 
Yes. You've had wonderful yes. years. And look at you now, you two. Oh, my God. You're like, everybody loves you. You're a power couple. Thank you, Arnie. Thank you. <laughs> You're such a gem. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I love you. I got nothing more. You are the best. You guys are awesome. And, uh, okay, I think that's going to do it. It's kind of a All short right. one today. But I've, Stay I'm... healthy. Keep your family healthy. Love them dearly. And uh, hopefully we'll see you, I don't want to say next week, I hope I could see you today. Yeah, I, if we're you know, lucky. If we're lucky. That's the, that's the way life is. You know? Yeah, Dad. You, you travel around. Okay, Dad. I love you guys. I love you, too. Hey, I say and, hello to you, sweetheart. And, and, and just remember, you never talk to Norman. You talk to him every day. <laughs> well, not lately. He's so busy, you know. <laughs> but... Uh, I do talk to him quite often. Okay. And when I talk to him, all he does is talks about his business. I know it. Well, then you just got to... Really? He you has know, a lot of work to do. You know what you do? You get yourself excited for the conversation and uh, and just inundate him with questions about him. Ask him, like, uh, what color are your shoes? And uh, uh, what's your favorite day of the week? Just, just you know, drive him crazy uh, with, with questions. Oh, he's busy. He's a busy guy. All right. I love you. I love you too, honey. Okay. See you guys. Hello, your sweetheart. You know it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So on my end, when I started getting the show ready today, I noticed like little little glitchy poos and things in there. And it's like, wait, what's what's up? What's up with that? It's a little weird. And then finally it just went kablamo. Uh so there there yeah. Um I went ahead and shut it all down. And then restarted it. Nothing. Okay. Uh, went downstairs, reset the modem. And then got my dad on the phone. Recorded blue up. Uh, recorded blue. Recorded uh, Dear Meathead. You won't get that today on this, but you'll get it on the audio podcast. Talked to him for 20. It was fun. It was awesome. Particularly high point moment early on in it. You'll have to go back and listen to it. And yeah, now we're back. Okay. So I only have 28 minutes uh, here with you and I've got to run through. Uh, like 10 sponsors. But that's the way it goes. So let me get a few of these out of the way, if you don't mind. And then I can get back to business as usual. A&E Heating and Cooling. In fact, let me read you this email. A&E Heating and Cooling. That I got from... uh, What's that dude's name? Shane. Zane. I have A&E Heating and Cooling stopping out May 10th for an AC tune-up. After listening to today's podcast and hearing how handsome they are, I plan on asking my wife to lock herself in the home office. I'm just hopeful that my dog doesn't fall in love and want to go home with them. I really love that dog. I also have Bennett Flooring stopping out Thursday. Tomorrow. Please tell me they are not as equally handsome. Signed, Shane. 
First of all, Shane, thank you so much for engaging the sponsors. That is how this podcast stays afloat. Next, you may be safe with Bennett, unless, of course, your better half likes the bearded look. There's a little bit of that going on. They kind of look like people who may have tried to overthrow the government. When it comes to Bennett, Joe Martinez is the Latino lover, lover, who makes ovaries pop. His son-in-law, David, is also a heartthrob with that half-Asian look, you know, going on. I don't want to bust Jason's balls, but he looks a little ghoulish, but some people are into that. Please don't tell him I said that. And then I talk about it on the podcast. Jason, I'm just kidding. A&E heating and cooling, $79 for the AC tune-up. Speaking of Bennett, 616-318-0167. Jacob's coming out Saturday to measure the floor downstairs. He's going to install that. You can get that too. It's the lowest price you can possibly get to have flooring professionally installed. If you do it the way I do it, uh, you're ripping out the old flooring first, which is what I did. The one, See, that's what I'm capable of doing. Things like uh, demolition. Rip this shit out and take it upstairs and throw it away. You think you can handle that? Yeah. By the way, the window's open, so the hallelujahs are hearing this, and that means I got to close it. That's where my trouble started last time when the dog farted. Hang on. Mary, you take care of these people. I tell you, it's going to be a bitch to edit this thing with all these gaps. Normally, I just like hit upload and it's done. But this is going to require some real uh, effort, which I don't like effort. I vote no on effort. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167 if you are in West Michigan or BennettFlooringInstallation.com. Dumpster Divers, you can reach out DumpsterDiversLLC.com and basically book a dumpster, 10, 20, and 30-yard dumpsters. Oh, my God. The lowest price you can get for a dumpster. They price their weight limits lower. The weight limits on their dumpsters are lower than anyone else in the entire industry, okay? Especially in West Michigan, which is all we care about. And so that's where you need to go if you're getting a dumpster. Maybe you're decluttering. Maybe you got a bunch of shit in your garage because you're redoing your basement, whatever it may be. 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. Is that going to do it? Is that enough? One, two... <laughs> it's going to have to be because I want to chat about this election. It was an election uh, yesterday. It was election day. I don't know if that's the case all around, but uh, um, there was some local races. Now, um, where I live, the district, the state district 74 is one of the largest in the entire state of Michigan. There's nine and a half million people live in the state. And the 74th district is one of the largest. Outside of Detroit, it is the largest. That's Kent County. So uh, if you're in Kent County, um, basically for the past 30 years, Republicans win this. This is a very uh, Republican neck of the woods, if you will, which is fine. Whatever. I don't have any problem with any of this shit. What I have a problem with is 
the guy running for the Republican nomination is uh, Robert Reagan. Reagan or Regan? I don't know. Now, I don't like him. He seems like kind of a douchebag. Um, I already, you know, he's, he's been banging this drum about, uh, the election was stolen for the longest time and cheating and the fix was in. And, and if you believe all that nonsense, that's, that's whatever you, then you believe that nonsense. Well, he believes that, and he's been perpetuating that, which has been proven time and time again, that that's not true. Uh, but that's what he's been running on. Um, he's been banging that drum. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on my drum all day. Recently, he's gotten into trouble. Um, let's see. What are some of the things that he's gotten in trouble for? I'm going to play one of the things that he's gotten in trouble for, but um, his stance on the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. He said it's Ukraine's fault. He said you Ukraine is to blame for what is happening in 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 their country. Okay? What? <laughs> then all the nonsense about um about uh, the election fraud which doesn't exist. And then there was this spectacularly horrible moment that took place um, when he was on some type of like uh, uh, Zoom or something like that with a bunch of uh, other Republicans having like a, uh, a, a roundtable discussion on a, on a Zoom. Now, I played this for you, but... This is what got him in trouble. We're a year after the election. We're a year after, guys. It's it's too yeah. late. It's too late. Sorry. We we <laughs> lost. Yeah, see, I, they had that same attitude. Integrity bills. You should have followed already. You should have followed All of us are talking at the same time. Okay, so that Amber there, she's like, it's too late. We lost. Whatever. And then Robert Reagan says this. He thinks about it and he says this. Three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. So um, I, that's not how we roll. That's not how I won this election. We go right at it. And so, you know, what we did, we're Goliath right now. We knocked the, we had David and Goliath. We knocked Goliath down with the stone. But you all know, as good Bible people, how. In one breath, like I tell my daughters, accept your rape. Next breath, we are good Bible people. <laughs> what? I'm just like talking at the same time. You know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. So um, I, that's not how we roll. That's not how I won this election. We go right at it. And so, you know, what we did, we're Goliath right now. We knocked the... We had David and Goliath. We knocked Goliath down with the stone. But you all know, as good Bible people, how did David kill Goliath? Who gives a fuck? It wasn't the stone. Once, once Goliath was knocked down, 
a Goliath sword and cut off his head. So okay. what we do is we keep moving forward. It's a very violent man, it sounds like. We got the motivation, and we're pushing forward, and we do want to decertify. He got a call from the Tigers saying, please please take that hat off. Certify the selection, and we do want it returned to the rightful owner, just like if somebody stole your car or stole your jewelry, they don't give it. It goes back to the rightful owner. So you decertify, and you give it to the rightful owner. That's Donald Trump, and that's what I'm pushing for, and we're going full bore on that, and that's what we're going to take into the general election here May 3rd, and that's what we're going to take into the primary again in, in August. And the grassroots people, the parents in particular, people are fed up and frustrated with this business as usual. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, he lost. Uh, this has this seat has not been held by a Democrat for 30 years. I believe his name was Wayne Heisinga, who uh, gave up this seat. Okay, which meant that it's it's up to the. Uh, to the to an election to determine I'm sorry Mark Heisinger from Walker uh he left that seat open he vacated the seat after winning the November 3rd 2021 special election to fill a vacancy in the state senate so this representative um position is open again this asshole fucked it all up okay it's always been Republicans in that spot. And that uh, comment really fucked shit up because he loses the winner, a Democrat, which I can't tell you that's remarkable. I mean, this is a Republican stronghold that I'm surrounded by. And for this guy to fuck it up, is you really got to fuck it up. He has been successful in ruining it. And a lot of people are saying that uh, part of the reason why this happened is because of that statement. And first time in nearly three decades, a Democrat, this chick who's kind of a babe, not going to lie to you. She is kind of a looker. She won. No one expected this. It's a massive ups. It's a massive upset. Her name is Carol uh, Glanville. You heard uh, Reagan talking about it. The May third election. He thought he was going to uh, skate through that, but she pulled in seven thousand two hundred and eighty-eight of only fourteen thousand one hundred and two votes cast. So if you live in Kent County in the 74th district and you did not vote this, I don't know if it would have mattered, but uh, because she kind of won by a pretty significant margin, uh, that that's still terrible. 74th district voting population. Voting population. Hold on. Curious how many people are actually eligible to vote. In that county. Boy, I don't know. It's hard to say. Because it says population 95,151 in that district. But I guess that would mean voting population. Maybe. 
if that's the case, that's a that's a horrible showing. That's why you get out and vote. You can't take that shit for granted. Well, she won the damn thing. 7,288, which is unheard of. Uh, West Michigan values of integrity, decency, and care for the common good won tonight. Our campaign has truly been inspired by the outpouring of support. I did not think she was going to win this. Received from all walks of life and political beliefs. The people of the 74th district have spoken, and I hear you. We are united in fundamental ways, and I will take our values and concerns to the Capitol to effect positive change for the people of Michigan. Thank you. And let's get to work. The partial term for the vacant 74th district seat soon held by Glanville then ends January 1, 2023. So she has to do it all again. So she only has a short amount of time on this term. Robert Reagan took in 5,697 votes. She took in over 51%. He took just over 40% of the vote. And then a write-in, another Republican, Mike Milanowski, he got 1,117 votes. That might have been... That's kind of like the difference right there. You're pretty damn close to the difference because if a uh, write-in Republican... She still would have won. If every one of those write-in votes went to Reagan, she still would have won. He would have only had 6,814, but still. I don't think this asshole did himself any favors. Republicans were favored to take the district as they've held the seat since 93. However, the primary winner, Reagan, drew controversy and national attention in March after drawing a comparison between accepting the 2020 presidential uh, presidential election with enjoying unavoidable rape. (laughs) Whenever he looks back at this, God dang it. You know, you ever like go back and like cringe at something you said? Like, for example, the whole Dean thing the other day. I look back and I was like, eh. Could have done that a little differently. I don't know. Just I don't think that that was probably not going to help me in any way. You know, whatever. He, if he felt that way, you know. Reagan said he believes the election was stolen from former President Donald Trump, so he's one of those wackos. Uh, Reagan previously told the Grand Rapids Press that the rape analogy was meant to highlight the need. It was meant to highlight the need to fight back. In a seemingly inevitable situation. That's bullshit. If you say, I tell my daughters to enjoy their rape, which is what you said, and then switch it up and say, no, 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 no. I was clearly, I meant to highlight the need to fight back. That's not what you said, you asshole. You see, people need to learn to say, yeah, I'm an idiot. That was a horrible thing to say. I I cannot believe I said it. Um, What an asshole I am. If you don't do that, you're fucked. Those comments, as well as the stance on the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, drew condemnation across party line. He said Ukraine is to blame uh, as Ukraine shares blame and that he's not ready to condemn Russia for the invasion. Milanowski, the write-in, said Reagan's comments were a large part of why he decided to run, as he couldn't support Reagan or the eventual winner, Glanville. Uh, Let's see. 
Because of the redistricting? Oh, that's boring shit. All three candidates are running in the August primary for the new 84th State House District. The new 84th State House District includes Grand Rapids, West Side, and the Northern Port of Death. So they, like, redrew it. One of those redrawing of the map type of deals, which uh, I feel like I'm uh, beyond my level of uh, expertise in this conversation with that. I'm just glad that the guy who said, I tell my daughters to enjoy rape is no longer uh, winning, is, is out, okay? Kyle says, I like these idiots. They will be the reason why the GOP loses in 2024. What do you guys think of that? Kyle, he's waving that Democratic flag. Uh, as of October 2020, Kent County had 498,832 registered voters. Yes, but I'm looking at the 74th district, which is part of Kent County, not like all of it. Cole says, does he believe the election was stolen from him? Probably. Probably. Uh, Kenny says pro rape, you lose. John Jamingo says, so people in Kent County can't or don't understand English. Not sure what he means by that. Don't want to put words in his mouth. Not sure what he means by that. And then he insults Kenny and calls him pro-stupid. Why is Kenny stupid? Uh, Kenny said, uh, pro-rape, you lose. I, I, I would argue that, that that did happen. If he, he, he did seem to, I mean, it's Kenny's not uh, 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 talking out of school here. That's what the guy said. So I'm not sure... Why Kenny's an idiot. John is, uh, John is a fucking, I think he's one of the people that I think John, there's a picture of John somewhere carrying Nancy Pelosi's, um, uh, desk set, or maybe the, uh, chamber podium outside of the Capitol. I think that that, that picture may exist. By the way, tonight on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boomer Bunker, it's like stupid Hannity and Combs will be going on. All right? If you want to see it, I believe this catastrophe starts at 9 p.m. Not 100% sure on that. Maybe 8, maybe 9. I don't know. But Jismongo is uh is getting his show ready i don't know he may even discuss this story uh on his on his shit show with boomer bob but i just love that this babe is now uh calling the shots here in beautiful west michigan not my district but carol glanville is my new best friend Congratulations to her. 
let's all get together and agree that we should all vote Democrat. Straight ticket. Let's try something different for this election cycle. I suggest we all vote blue just once and see what happens. Who's with me? All right. I'm still going to wrap the show up at 10 o'clock. This has been kind of like a weirdo type of show. I'll, I'll get to a number of the stories that I wanted to get to on the Patreon bonus podcast, but I am officially back on track here. Thank you to uh, Frank Fuss. If he heard me talking the way I'm talking, uh, Frank would be just furious with me. And I'm like, well, I look, I don't know what to tell you, Frank. I just call it as I see it. Uh, buyinsurancehere.com. I don't want, I don't want you to get mixed up here. Let's, let's, let's focus here. If you are in need of health insurance and you don't have a job or you are self-employed and you're like, well, I, I can't get it because uh, I don't, you know, I don't work for the man. I work for myself. What are you doing? Uh, call upon healthcare.gov. But before you do that, reach out to Frank and he will help you every step of the way. Uh, the enrollment period is over, but there is a special enrollment period right now, and you more than likely qualify. You need to reach out to Frank to see if that is the case. Just like my pal Kyle I was telling you about, Kyle B., who's working downstairs, uh, he now has insurance, thanks to Frank Fuss, just like that. And he said, and not only is it insurance, but it's the best insurance I've ever had. They don't fuck around, man. They want you covered. Blue Wave! Blue wave. If you don't have insurance, Frank will figure out if you qualify for the special enrollment period. Reach out to him yesterday, 616-914-4070. Say I sent you and get going. Frank's services don't cost you a dime. Buyinsurancehere.com. Berlin Raceway. Mother's Day race this weekend. All moms get in free. If you go to berlinraceway.com, you can get tickets for the Mother's Day race. 12 bucks a pop. Bring in your cooler if it's 12 by 18 or smaller. Pack your snacks. Bring your soft drinks. Do not bring glass. Do not bring any beer or booze or anything like that. You can get beer. Maybe booze. I don't know. But uh, you got to buy it there. But I love the fact that they still allow you to bring your food in. It is uh, so amazingly affordably priced at Berlin Raceway. Um, Pack it because it's going to be great. Sorry about the weather. We're off to a slow start at Berlin this year because two out of the three weekends have been, uh, we've been screwed by the weather. Had the one good one where there was 10,000 plus there. I expect there to be a fantastic crowd there this weekend. BerlinRaceway.com. Mario's got mortgages for you. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. You need a mortgage, call Mario. We've got a paintball event coming up on June 26th, Paintball War 19. The Summer Slaughter. That's Sunday, 5 p.m. Outdoors, June 26th, me, you, Rick, 
Everybody, everybody, everybody needs somebody. TCPaintballGR.com. Book a party there this weekend. Saturday, you're going to need to make a reservation. Otherwise, you're just dropping in. Today's Wednesday. That's Little League Day. 5 p.m. start for that. Tomorrow is Ladies' Day. And uh, off you go. I've got more sponsors. I'm going to run a little late today. I'm going to go a little later than 10. I have to. Because I can't just like rattle off all these sponsors and then just say, smell you later. I've got an update on the burnt kid that the bully threw the fireball at him. Fireball. I'll be seeing Kent drop the E at a U uh, in the next few days. Picking up the flooring for the basement at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. You must go there in Granville, Michigan. They are along Chicago Drive right behind the Little Caesars. Thank you very much. On the north side of the street, ugly-ass building, tan, uh, boxy, makes the Deltaplex look like the Taj Mahal. Like a one-foot sign that says, a red sign that says Johnson's Carpet One. Go in there. Talk to Kent, drop the E out of you. Uh, bring a vehicle to get the flooring home. Buy it at a remarkably reduced rate because they buy so much of it and store it there. Mention my name. Save 10%. Shit, yeah. Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Uh, Stevie, with me saying Fireball, she's reminded that I should say Fireball. With my Jessica voice. Uh-oh. There's a war going on now. Bob says, what about single dads identifying as a mom? Kenny says, Boomer Bob, I've been a single dad. <laughs> hey, mate. I've been a single dad for a lot of my adult life, and I've never once considered myself a mom. Others would message me on Mother's Day and tell me I was doing a good job as a single dad, however... I don't think that's a war. I think that's just a discussion. I don't know why I thought it was a war. Probably because I saw a lot of text after Kenny's name. That's not a war at all. Bob would never pick a fight with anyone. I don't I don't get I'm, the the vibe I'm getting from Bob is a is a chill dude, you know? Very mellow man. Unlike his dick-faced counterpart Jismongo. God. Stevie says Kenny has been behaving for months now. Yeah, I I know. I know. He is uh he's a fucking he's a joy. An absolute joy. If Kenny was directing a number of words at John, however, it probably would be aggressive. Because John, and he'd deserve it too. John's kind of a dick bag. And he'd admit that. But that happens when you turn 60. If you turn 60, you immediately, you know, have that whole curmudgeon. Hey, 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 yo, uh, yeah, well, that's what I think. So, hey, yeah, what the fuck? Hey, fuck that shit. I hate black people. So, okay. Uh, Boomer Bunker today. Bob will be all uncomfortable as John busts out. 
uh, racist slurs. Kenny indicates, John said, that guy did not say to his daughters to enjoy rape. So something is wrong with John's hearing. Well, you know, that's funny you mentioned that. Let's go back, Kenny, you and I, and listen to exactly this guy's words to see if maybe you and I are wrong. Kenny says, John said that guy did not say to his daughters to enjoy rape. Okay, do we perhaps have some selective hearing here? I don't know. John, I want you to pay attention if you're still here. You may not be uh, still here if there is a cookie jar near where you podcast. So, tell my daughters, well, if rape is enough, um, you know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, having three daughters, as I tell my daughters, you know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters. You know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. And I tell my daughters, if rape is inevitable, you should lie back and enjoy it. Now, maybe maybe I missed that. Maybe, maybe. You know, having three daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. Hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know, John. I don't know, guy. It sounds to me like he said, if rape is inevitable, like I tell my daughters, if rape is inevitable, I tell my daughters to lie back and enjoy it. Very strange. Bob says that if you focus on Amber's face here, pretty much says, and Amber's kind of hot too. I've been talking about a lot of hot people lately. Yesterday, Anderson Cooper. Earlier in the show, Carol Glanville. Is that her name? Yeah. And uh, this Amba here. She's kind of hot. Daughters, and I tell my daughters, well, if rape is inevitable, you should just lie back and enjoy it. So um, that's not how we roll. That's not how I won the selection. We go right at it. We're good. We're good Bible people. <laughs> the fact that he followed it up with, we are good Bible people. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Do good Bible people tell their daughters to enjoy rape? You fucking loser. <laughs> what if this guy's got a phone number? I'd like to call him up. Uh, Robert. Reagan. Um, Michigan. You already take down his damn, uh, hang on a second. I got pop my neck. Oh God. Oh, that was crunchy. Robert Reagan. Oh, what? How the fuck do I find this guy? I don't know. Maybe I'll save it for the Patreon. I don't have time for it right now.
that's not him either. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, I might have another one in here. Oh, no. Yikes. I could feel the bones grinding in my neck. And they're like, hey, you, you got it. You got to get some of the juice out of there. All right. Uh, have you ever wondered um, what it would like, what it looked like to be, to see a bunch of people as old or older than my dad in a 100 yard sprint? Well, that happened. The pen relays uh, happens every year. Uh, these old guys are, are going to race. Now there's, there's two storylines here. This dude right here, that is Lester, Wright. Lester is trying to set a record for fastest by the oldest. Um, he's 100 years old, Lester is. This dude here is, I think, 84. He's going to win, and he actually crushes it, okay? Some of these fuckers have no business even getting out of bed. Like this guy on the end here with the titties, um, he's, he's pretty bad. Um, and then Lester here is also slow, but Lester actually is in really good shape. And again, 100 years old. So I think, uh, so he's trying to set this record. Let's take a look. Who do you got here? Will those eight years make a difference in the hundred meters? Ninety-two versus one hundred. I mean, one is wearing a one is wearing a singlet, and the other is wearing a T-shirt. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about kits. Okay, so he's talking about this guy in the end who's ninety-two, and he's looking to his left. Okay, you can see him, the ninety-two-year-old. He's looking at the at the one hundred-year-old, and he's like, I don't remember there being any blacks here, but I don't think he said blacks. By the way, this one hundred-year-old dude. He fought in World War II. Look good, feel good, though. It sure seems like... Our and like all the other old guys are giving the 100-year-old guy, um, you know, big round of applause, Lester Wright. 100-year-old athlete, Mr. Wright, is taking this thing seriously. The crowd is going nuts for him. They just announced his age in the crowd. I don't think anyone else can have their age announced and a wild crowd of 10,000 people just cheer for it. This is going to be exciting. Keep all, all eyes right. on lane eight, getting in the blocks. And okay, so you can already see who has potential to win here. These two guys here are getting in the blocks. The other ones cannot do it. This guy looks, hey, I'm ready. Uh, Lester is able to get down into the blocks, but the rest of them are like, fuck that. Here we go. And all. I want Benny Hill music here for this. You don't do no standing start. So we got Gilbert, Cordish, Bush, Durkin, Williamson, Ocker, Jones, Wright Sr., and Gerdslinger out there in lane nine. Again, on the left side of your screen is Lester Wright, the 100-year-old man. There they are off. Let's go. 
And we see coming out hot, though. Who is that in lane five? That is Bob Williamson, 84 years old, young, going to take the victory. Oaker so closing well in there in lane six. He's going to win it, but let's put all the okay. there on lane eight. There's a lot of things we got to watch here. First of all, Bob Williamson kicks ass. I mean, I don't think I could beat this guy. He's 84. And, well, no, I could probably beat him. But still, he looks great. I mean, if you're thinking 84 years old, I would love to get the NFK in this. I mean, that would be spectacular. Out there in lane nine. Again, on the left side. So he crushes it. Is Lester Wright, the 100-year-old man. There they are. Now, now, let's watch Lester. And the guy next to him is 92. Now, Lester finished second to last. And uh, he's trying to beat a record again, fastest by the oldest. Let's go. And we see coming out hot, though. Who is that? Yeah, look at his knees are up and everything, the old guy. But here's Lester. Bob's crushing it. Oaker closing well in there in lane six. He's going to win it, but let's put all of our eyes there on lane eight as Lester Wright is coming down hard in lane eight. Look at Lester. Look at now this this dude next to him, he is gonna die. Look at this. Arm swing. He's moving. He is cruising. The man from Shore Athletic Club, 100 years young, takes. The By the way, he's from Long Branch, Long Branch, New Jersey. Fans on is. their feet for Mr. Wright. Getting some congratulations there from the rest of the. Crew. Look at the 84 year old man. That guy is gonna get so much puss. And, and I'm, you're going to see he wasn't lasting. That one dude, man. Holy Rinks. shit. Lester Wright, senior of Shore AC, goes 26 34. Getting some bumps. He got he threw the braids in this morning. He had a singlet, had the half tights. I'm down with that. He set a record for the old, fastest and the oldest. I've got this race. Uh, from another view here. Look at the dude on the end. He's like, why am I here? This is fucking terrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. Holy fuck. I'm worried about the guy on the end here. This guy's a big pile of bones. Look at how shitty he is. I think that's elder abuse to bring this guy out here. He's clearly has no business. He should be rotting in a bed somewhere. <laughs> Okay, now it's an interview with Lester. He needs to say, where the white bitches? I'm really pissed off on the audio here because the fucking loudspeaker's going off. I came here with a little bit nervous. And I was like, so Can you imagine if he's like, yeah, white bitches and kill whitey. Fuck y'all, I'm out. Okay, I just... I didn't understand one word he said. This is his wife. Oh, that's his granddaughter. Totally kidding. My husband and I use Express Script. <laughs> uh, 
the comment uh what was the um thought saw someone wrote a comment about now they need to do it with the scooters that's funny <laughs> get them all in scooters <laughs> there's a rabbit on the track next to them holding their 401k checks um Kenny writes, quote, I was told my great-grandchildren would finally come visit me in the home if I did this today. <laughs> oh, so that's going to be me. Congratulations, Lester. A little bit more on Lester. Um, who I, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm just busting his balls. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Some, uh, some, some folks in the audience, audience are still a little tender. Uh, and, 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 uh, are probably mad at me for making jokes about this, but it's okay. It's going to be all right. What his quote was, it was pretty nice to be able to do this at age 100. Absolutely. The fact that he is, uh, so upright, you know, if you look at it, he is uh standing tall and obviously very lean, but he's not like, uh, emaciated. He's not like uh Bergen Bells in prison camp. All right. He's not like the poster boy for Auschwitz. He looks strong. This guy does. And um you know, his wits are about him and he's physically out there. Yeah, he's not fast, but who gives a shit? At 100 years old, that's the key. You keep moving. The second you stop moving, you become a big pile of shit. Like that guy on the end there, when we saw this, they, you know, he hasn't trained a day in his life. He's 92. He's probably dead. And, uh, and that's the end of it. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep moving. So I, I give this guy all the credit in the world. He's a, he's a, a war hero too. Um, it's his first race in three years. But uh, he held his own at the legendary Franklin Field in uh, in Philadelphia. That's where the movie, uh, there was scenes of that. What was that movie called? Uh, with Bruce Willis, who probably has less cognitive ability than this 100-year-old dude. Oh, oh, Eric. Um, what's that movie called? It's an M. Night Shyamalan thing, I think. It's with Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis is like stronger than Thanos. I think I was just talking about it recently. Part of that was shot. I think it was shot at Franklin Field. Glass? No, it was the Unbreakable. Unbreakable. That's what it was. I think that was shot at. I don't know. It's been, been a long time since I, they made a big deal of it back then when I lived in New Jersey. Anyway, I digress. Uh, he ran track for Long Branch High School in the 1930s, married his teenage sweetheart, Adele, enlisted in the army, traveled to Europe during World War II, where he evaded bombs at the Battle of the Bulge, um, also called the Battle of the Ardennes. During his service, Wright impressively earned four bronze battle stars. Following the war, Wright came home and attended college on the GI Bill. 
He then opened the first African-American-owned dental lab in Monmouth County, New Jersey, making prosthetic teeth, according to the Asbury Park Press. Uh, All the while, he's kept running. As for the record, 26.34 for the 100. World record for the oldest. Fastest, the oldest. No one can touch him. He is a champion. He said he wished the race was longer. He said that I was just getting going. I really yeah, That's the thing. When you get old, it takes a while to get going. So hats off to uh, Lester Wright. The champion at the Penn Relays. Absolute legend. Battle of the Bulge was World War I, right? I don't think so. No, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Kenny makes it a point that everybody knows today is May the 4th, which is the day... Like, that's the big Star Wars day. Okay? All right? I can't, you know, sit there and and, uh, say that that's shitty. I like Star Wars. All right? And, uh, And people who like Star Wars too much have really nothing going for them. So if all that they can hang on to is this day... I am not going to get in the way of that. I am not going to rain on the parade uh, for people who, you know, think that this is an important day. Uh, I think that for those people who are losers, um, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all about it. I support your love of May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Kenny says, admit it. You enjoyed the Mandalorian. I did. I did. I did enjoy the Mandalorian. I enjoyed it the most when I heard that Gina Carano was canceled. That's when I enjoyed it the most. Okay. And she should have been. Absolutely. Did you see Bill Burr? He's like, oh, yeah, she should have been canceled. No, she should have. Absolutely. All right. Advertise on this show. Most days it works. Today today it did not work. I don't know what the hell happened there, but I'm just glad that we're back. I try to give you I try to give you my best. And then it just, you know, best laid plans. What's that song by the by the Foo Fighters, Best of You? Ah, great song. Holy shit. Uh cameo.com slash Eric Zane. <laughs> Charlie in the box. It's my birthday. Adam makes me work on the cameos. God. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Advertising the show. Send me an email. I'll tell you all about it. Bosco's Pub. That's where you go in Hudsonville, Michigan for burgers. Um, Big fan of the Luigi. Mozzarella sticks, pepperoni, and marinara on a hamburger. What? Yes. Bosco's Pub, beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square, B-O-S-C-O-S, actually B-O-S-C-O apostrophe, yes, pub. Bosco's Pub, online, boscospub.com. 
you might want to double check on the hours. It's been a uh, work in progress because, uh, you know, lost a few employees and that messed things up from a man, Doug. What the hell is wrong with me? There's a hair in my vision and it's like, I don't know where it is and I want it to go away. Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV. Thank you to them. If you have car trouble, servicing all makes and models, domestic, European, Asian, with the exception of Volkswagen. And you better believe that if you've got an electronic vehicle, electronic, electric vehicle, or a hybrid, that's where it goes. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, ER Vines, ervines.com in West Michigan. Reach out to them. Loaner cars available for you. Early bird drop off, after hours pickup. It's all there. Thank you, Irvine's. Your asshole of the day. Boy, uh, kind of a weird one today. It's like almost like a two part show. Hmm. It's got to be um, the dude we talked about who uh, John Jamingo says he doesn't say to enjoy rape, but he does. I I cannot stand this guy. Just, just so you know, if you ask, boy, how come Eric isn't voting Republican anymore? It's because of people like him. I've been a Republican forever. Now I take it back because I voted for, uh, I not, that's actually not true at all. Um, in the first election, the first Trump election, I voted for Clinton. That's the first time I voted Democrat. Uh, then I did it backwards. Most people would think I would have voted for Trump in the first one and then not for him in the second one, but I did backwards. I voted for Hillary in the first one and then voted for Trump in the second one, like the most recent one, the one that he lost. Um, But all of the bullshit that's gone on since then has, oh, fucking stay away, you pieces of shit. So that's where my brain is, and it's because of people like this guy. Don't blame me. Blame him for that mindset. That is your asshole of the day. Okay. Thank you folks for sticking with the show today. It was a little bit of an odd one, but we made it fun as hell to edit, but uh, we'll get it done. Thank you. I appreciate you being here for it. Um, and then that's it. Wow. That was loud. Damn it. Let me do that again. And then that's it. Have a good one, folks. Thank you. Talk to you on the Patreon.